We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. And we praise you. And we bless you. Because by, by your holy cross, cross, by your holy cross, by your holy cross, you have redeemed the you world. You have redeemed the world. You have redeemed the world. You have redeemed the world. Station 10. Jesus is crucified. Our reading comes from Luke 23, verses 33 and 34. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him, and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. The Roman practice of crucifixion is profoundly brutal. Historian Tom Holland says of the practice that crucifixion was so brutal, if it weren't for four ancient biographies cataloging the crucifixion of a certain Galilean rabbi, we might not even know what the practice entailed. Historians didn't deign to discuss the torment in detail. It was vulgar. It was below their situation. And Roman citizens were privileged because they were legally protected from that sort of capital punishment. It was reserved for slaves and traitors and rebels and thieves and other common criminals. By this point, you know the story. The condemned were beaten to exhaust them. They were forced to carry their cross to the site of their execution on the outside of the town, again to exhaust them. They were nailed by their hands and their feet to a large wooden cross, and the cross was lifted upright and held a number of feet up in the air to make a spectacle of the condemned. Pain was found from their pierced hands and their wrists and their ankles, especially when the nails held all of the weight of the body. Um, and on top of that, the scourged back, uh, the open flesh from being whipped many times by the Praetorians, uh, the, that wound rubbing up against the coarse wood of the cross would be another source of pain. It was also the case that vultures would come and begin pecking at the condemned and eating them prior to their death. There's an apocryphal tradition that the derisive co-condemned at Jesus' side had his eye pecked out by a crow. That's not a biblical story, but there are plenty of stories of uh, the, the condemned being uh, eaten by crows and vultures uh, before they had passed. The position of the outstretched arms and the awkwardness of one center of gravity meant that the shoulder joint was particularly stressed too, and it became difficult for one who was crucified to breathe. Medical professionals studying the crucifixion noted that there were a number of ways that one could die, everything from blood loss to heart failure to suffocation just because it's so hard to breathe with your arms and chest hyperextended. To make the process more painful and to make it go faster, the Romans would sometimes hammer or use, a, use an object to break the legs of the condemned so that they couldn't hold themselves up without extreme pain. And the text tells us this actually happens with the thieves on the Roman side, but by that point, Jesus was already dead. The famed Roman orator and historian Cicero called the crucifixion a most cruel and disgusting punishment. And he suggested elsewhere that the very mention of the cross should be far removed, not only from a Roman citizen's body, but from his mind, his eyes, and his ears. In Rome itself, there was a special place where, for crucifixions to take place outside the city's gates, the eastern gates of the city. And as the city grew, fun fact, 
as the city of Rome grew, they moved the crucifixion fields further out, and those crucifixion fields were then gentrified, the original ones. They were turned into a hothouse bath for the elites of the city to come and bathe in. Uh, so the field that was used for crucifixions was turned into a bathhouse. But the people of the bathhouse, they knew what happened in that place previously. Because for years following the establishment of this bathhouse, there was a massive flock of vultures that continued to circle above the bathhouses, a reminder of the death that happened on the ground underneath. Roman slaves, you see, came from all across the Roman world, and they spoke a myriad of languages. They had a number of queer cultural practices, but Holland, the historian, notes that one thing they all had in common was the fear of a brutal crucifixion. It was the worst way to die. And so for the Romans, it was a way of keeping the masses in check. Um, and it didn't help that this whole process was done with the added humiliation of having one's clothes removed. Um, and so while the images of Jesus in our own time and his crucifixion give him the dignity of a loincloth, perhaps, it is unlikely the Romans gave him that dignity on the first Good Friday. Crucifixion, friends, was meant to bring together death and agony and humiliation to keep the masses in line. Maybe you've heard the term before, excruciating. It's a word translated from the Latin that literally means out of crucifying. Such is the death that Jesus Christ was subjected to. The humiliation of nakedness, the piercing pain of the nails, the slow loss of blood, the fatigue of breathing, and the psychological torment of all of these things happening at the same time. It was literally an excruciating death.